On today's episode, the wait is finally over. So we are heading on NASA Causeway Bridge to launch pad 40, where we are going to be witnessing uh, our satellites being launched later today. You can kind of sense this feel of nervous anticipation pulsating throughout the whole bus. This is the culmination of thousands and thousands of hours of work just to make this incredibly complex mission go ahead. And that's gonna culminate in just a few seconds of pure force and power. Uh, my inner space nerd is freaking out right now while I'm trying to maintain this cool, calm, collected outward demeanor, but I think the space nerd's gonna win later on. I'm just as excited as Alan to share with you the who, when and what happened when we launched our brand new O3B Empower constellation. Three, two, one. Engines full power and liftoff of FPS Empower. Go Falcon 9, go FPS. Welcome to Satellite Stories. Once again, from Titusville, Florida, I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. so delighted that we can finally say it's official. Our first two O3B Empower satellites were successfully launched into space. Built by Boeing, launched by SpaceX on a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral, Florida. We're sure our second generation MEO system will enable our customers and partners across the globe to benefit from the highest, most flexible guaranteed throughput. And lucky for me, I was there to witness the moment these new satellites were sent into orbit. Better for you, on this episode, we're going to rewind the clock and relive the day of the launch with some of my colleagues and SES customers. Gosh, okay, where to start? How about explaining why this next generation of MEO satellites was needed? So, I caught up with JP Hemingway, Chief Strategy and Product Officer at SES, on a blustery sidewalk. So O3B Empower has been a long time coming, but it's on the back of an incredibly successful first generation O3B. And that constellation has provided awesome services to customers around the globe in so many market segments. So the reason we're doing this is we just needed more. And this gives us exponentially more capacity with exponentially more flexibility. So this is the culmination of five years of work from on the drawing board, working with Boeing and our partners. And really to this point, we're ready to go. We've got the gateways deployed around the globe. This is the final piece of the jigsaw, launching these first two satellites tomorrow. So in addition, as being surrounded by some of the SES colleagues who have lived with this baby, this project all along, of course, the main reason we're here is to celebrate with our customers, some of which are already well signed up to it and some of which are going to sign up to it. So we've got some fantastic customers from around the globe. We've got people from the cruise industry, people from telcos, people from the energy market and many partners. And it's going to be so good to share this incredibly exciting moment with them. We've got them all here today. We're going to have a really nice dinner together and get the, get the excitement building through this evening. And then tomorrow we get to visit the site. We get to go to the launch pad, see where it's going to take off from. And that, I can tell you, is so exciting. And our customers are going to love it so much. And then the big thing, anybody's into space and they hear that boom, they feel that rumble, you feel it in your chest. Yeah, I'm so excited about the launch. 
That evening, we gathered for dinner. You could sense the anticipation in the room. People talking excitedly, laughter far and wide, as old and new friends swapped stories. This was the launch event we'd all been waiting for. And yet just a few miles away, work was continuing overnight as the engineers prepared Falcon 9 for its next mission to space. The next morning, the wild wind had calmed slightly and we took a bus from our hotel to head nearer to the launch pad. A tour guide explained to us, as we all travelled aboard, all the many important milestones that have happened here over the years at Cape Canaveral. My colleague Alan described seeing Launch Pad 39A as the equivalent of visiting the Mecca for space nerds. For those of you who don't know, Launch Pad 39A is where historic NASA space missions such as the Apollo moon landing and all the space shuttles launched. Anyway, after the tour, we get to the viewing area and SpaceX began its broadcast for those watching the launch from afar via their live stream. Hello and welcome to our webcast coverage of the O3B Empower mission for our customer SES. Today's launch marks SpaceX's 190th overall Falcon 9 launch and our 58th launch of 2022. My name is Shiva and I'm a space operations engineer here at SpaceX. I'm joining you today from our headquarters in Hawthorne, California. And on your screen is a live view of our Falcon 9 awaiting its 5.48 p.m. Eastern Time launch from Space Launch Complex 40 at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida. Today we're flying the first of five second-generation O3B Empower launches, which will deliver low-latency connectivity services to mobility, telecom, government, and enterprise customers around the globe, with service scheduled to begin in the third quarter of next year. The O3B Empower satellites were designed in collaboration with SES and Boeing and will operate from the medium Earth orbit, or MEO, and that's about 8,000 kilometers away from the Earth's surface. The second generation satellites will be joining SES's O3B Empower initial constellation of 11 high throughput and low latency satellites, as well as their extensive ground infrastructure. One of the highlights of the day was celebrating such a huge moment for our company with so many colleagues. People like Stuart Sanders, Executive Vice President of Technology and O3B Empower Program Manager at SES. He's responsible for ensuring that all the technical and commercial aspects are aligned and running smoothly. So, the launch was a big day for him personally and professionally. It was understandable that he and our CEO, Steve Collar, were in awe as the reality began to hit home. And there was a rare emotional moment we caught of the two of them on tape. <laughs> you owe me a beer, by the way. Oh, probably. <laughs> what do I owe you a beer for? No, remember you said, when you said you can't wait to get to Florida, the three of us to have a beer. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm I'm getting seriously excited. Yeah. This, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. So we're we're in Florida. We're looking There's at the rocket. Beautiful rocket. I'm starting to really feel this. I mean, we've been talking about it's getting real, but we feel it, and yeah. I'm super excited. I can't wait for this to happen, and it's great to do it with customers. 
And I have to tell you, this guy, he spent five years doing this. He's lived a life just to get us to this point in time. And so One Stuart of us went great. And, the, uh, and the Empower team should just feel incredibly proud of the work that they've done to get us to this point. And now we've got to make it work. We do. You guys, one more question. You've seen launches in the past. Are you just as excited about seeing this launch? Every time. Every time. This is actually my first launch to see a launch here. Um, but you, you never lose that magic. That's a great thing about the industry. I, I, the thing I love about launches is you... you it, it's a culmination of everything that's gone before. So I talked about five years of work and, you know, from when we first imagined what Empower should be capable of. Five years ago, all of the work and effort that's gone into designing these satellites, building them, getting on the top of the launch vehicle, but then all of the hopes and expectations and promises that go beyond. And this is the one moment that brings together all of the work up until this point and then everything that's going to happen beyond. And it's uh, if we ever lose the excitement around days like today, we should go do something. Oh, else. absolutely. Yeah. And, and we never will. It's just brilliant. All right. Good enough. Brilliant. Thanks so much, guys. I wonder whether Steve ever had that beer with Stuart. I'm sure he did. Anyway, back to O3B Empower. Or more importantly, our customers, who were also at the launch to share a drink or two. Alan Cheng, SES sales manager in the Pacific region, and Phil Henderson, CEO of Vodafone Cook Islands, were also able to join us. We've actually renewed the relationship with O3B. Uh, we were the original, one of the original commercial customers on O3B about 10 years ago. And our requirements over the last 10 years have changed. And <clears throat> we see that Empower uh, meets a lot of those requirements, particularly around um, national transport service. And in the Cook Islands, we have 15 islands spread over 2.2 million square kilometres of ocean. So we have challenges in connecting the, the whole population. You know, we, we survived COVID. We were one of the most affected economies in the world. We were the second most. Our GDP dropped 26%. But what we learned in that crisis was that the, the rural population, especially in the other islands, needs to have connected to high quality, low latency services. So Empower does that for us. No other satellite system does that. And um, I think we're confident that the new contract we have them is, um, is going to deliver everything we need it to. We're really fortunate to have this partnership with Vodafone Cook Islands. But it's not a one-way thing, it's definitely a partnership. Uh, Vodafone Cook Islands have actually helped us a lot as well. And most recently, we did a trial out in uh, Manihiki with our latest Empower terminal. So these guys have actually helped us to test, field test our next generation equipment um, so that we know we can rely on these terminals when our Empower constellation actually comes online. One really fortunate aspect though, while we were there, is the Prime Minister of the Cook Islands <clears throat> actually made a visit out to Manihiki and used the service while he was on island. And uh, he was extremely happy and pleased with the performance there. And uh, I, I believe the quote from the local newspaper article was, it was better than, than on the main island. So it was really good feedback. As the minutes on the clock ticked by, launch time grew closer and closer. And for us, the view of the launch pad from a distance was suddenly front and centre. But just hold that image in your mind for a moment, as this seems like a great time for us to get into the tech of all this and find out more about the rocket launching the satellites from Shiva at SpaceX HQ. 
We are just over seven minutes away from liftoff, so we're going to take a closer look at the vehicle that you see on your screen. The two-stage Falcon 9 vehicle stands 229 feet tall. That's slightly taller than a 21-story building. That bottom two-thirds of the vehicle is called the first stage, and sometimes known as the booster. Its job is to accelerate the vehicle through the Earth's atmosphere and into space, and then it will separate away from the rest of the rocket. Now, today's booster is flying for its eighth time, previously having supported cargo resupply missions 22 and 25, crewed missions 3 and 4, the Turksat 5B mission, Utelsat Hotbird 13G, and one Starlink mission. Now, above the first stage, we have our second stage. It has a single Merlin vacuum or MBAC engine, and that ignites shortly after the stages separate. The second stage is what will ultimately carry the O3B M-powered satellites stage to space. Stage 1, RP1 low complete. The satellites are safely enclosed inside the 17-foot diameter payload fairing, which is that large barrel structure at the top of the vehicle, the nose cone, right above the second stage. It's made of a carbon composite material, and it protects the satellites on their way to orbit. We'll jettison those fairing halves approximately 3 uh, and minutes and 20 seconds into the flight. Now, for today's mission, we've got two spacecraft on board uh, on the second stage inside that fairing. Each payload will deploy at separate times, about six minutes apart from each other. The fairing halves supporting today's mission are flight-proven, one half having flown for its fourth time and the other having uh, flying, excuse me, for its fifth time today. Now, next to the vehicle, we've got this large truss structure that's called the transporter erector. You will also hear that referred to as the TE or the strongback. We use that to roll the vehicle out to the launch pad and raise it into the vertical launch position. It also has the important role of routing the vehicle's fluids, power, telemetry, and umbilicals from the ground system to the rocket and the satellites. And that'll continue until Falcon 9 transitions into the final stages of the countdown when it transitions to internal power and ultimately clears the pad. At T minus zero, liftoff, we'll retract the TE away in order to clear the way for Falcon 9. Thanks ascent. for pressing for strong bet, retract. You just heard a call out there that we're beginning to pressurize the tanks on uh, Falcon 9 in preparation for retracting the strongback. Keep an eye just below the fairing. Uh, you'll see the clamp arms of the TE. We'll start to open those around T minus 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Back in the viewing gallery, I bumped into Steve Collar again, who was savoring this moment with some of our customers. Remembering a time when all of this was just an idea on a post-it note. So we're here at Pad 40, um, about to launch O3B Empower, and I've got John Padgett, who's the CEO of Princess Cruises, and Simon Marr, and we were just reflecting on a meeting we had in 2016 on the Regal Princess, yeah. where in Hamburg, in Hamburg which is the first time we'd met, and it was the time where we said, you know what, we've got to completely change guest experience. We've got to partner and figure out how do we take um, shipboard vacations to the same level as onshore vacations from a connectivity standpoint and, and sort of open up the market to people who weren't prepared to cruise because they weren't well connected. You know, it, it's hard to believe that just five years ago, 40 megabits per second for thousands of guests was actually great connectivity from a cruise perspective. And we were looking at that and we talked about it and said it's just unacceptable anywhere else. So how can you suspend your imagination as a consumer thinking you can go onto a ship and be happy with that ex experience? And then we kind of set out to set a new standard and we actually took that by 
of factor of 10, so we went from like 40 to 400 right. megabits per second. Essentially, we perfected classic O3B through multiple years. Then our relationship endured COVID, so mm. basically the cruise industry shuts down. Yeah. Uh, and so we did not let that disrupt our progress. We stayed focused. You know, there's always challenges with new technology to empower. We have a little time we worked with there, but we stuck together as partners all because we do think we have the right vision for the experience, but we also think that Empower is the right technology solution for what we're looking. Enterprise class, global connectivity, industrial level, resiliency, reliability, that's what it's all about for the, for the consumer. And the thing I love about launch is there's two of our satellites, two of our satellites sitting on top of that launch vehicle. And in six hours, it's going to, they're going to be in orbit, yeah. and that's kind of cool. And then what do we need? Four more? We need four more, and then we're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, sir. <laughs> With moments to go, we almost held our breath watching. Falcon 9 is the startup. So with that, the O3B Empire satellites continue to look healthy. Range and the vehicles are go for today's launch. Weather's looking great. Last major milestone here is the launch director's final go for launch. LD, go for launch. And with that, we're ready to launch in just about 40 seconds. So with that, let's watch as Falcon 9 takes the O3B Empire satellites to orbit. There were moments of humor as we stood by waiting for it all to unfold. And it's fair to say our customers were enjoying the ride just as much as we were. Okay, so this is Mr. Phil Henderson, our VIP customer. And in the background, we've got big fancy rocket. Uh, we're at launch pad 40 uh, and we're gonna see this thing head up in the sky later on today. What do you reckon Phil? This is my first launch so um, this is all new to me. I think for space nerds this is the equivalent of visiting Mecca so I kind of just about feel about getting out on the ground and kissing the ground right about now. <laughs> this was the moment we'd all been gearing up for. So let's listen back to 5.47 p.m. local time on the 16th of December, 2022, in the SpaceX control room and then the viewing gallery. 15 seconds. Right, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Edges full power. And lift off of SPS and power. Go Falcon 9, go SPS. Nickel's pitching downrange. M1D chamber pressure stop. And so we stood watching, gawping, cooing completely mesmerized. Our two O3B Empower satellites riding that Falcon 9 rocket moved further and further away from the ground towards the skies, thanks to an incredible ball of energy and light beneath them. It felt unreal, like you know what you're looking at, but can't really process it until you're hit a few moments later by that intense rumbling noise from the rocket. It was emotional. People laughed, clapped, cheered, and some also shed a tear. Then once the rocket looked like it had been swallowed up by the clouds, we all ran inside excitedly, 
to watch the live feed from SpaceX. And there were still many stages that followed. But then came the final confirmation from Shiva at SpaceX. Six minutes ago, we deployed the first O3B Empower satellite and are awaiting deployment of the second and final payload. Second Empower spacecraft separation confirmed. And there was confirmation via telemetry of the second spacecraft separation. So with that, we're going to end our coverage of the O3B Empower mission. From all of us here at SpaceX, we want to give a big shout out to our customer SES for entrusting us with today's mission. We also want to give a shout out to the Range and the Federal Aviation Administration for supporting us. This launch concludes our 196th overall mission to date and our 58th launch this year. Thank you, all our viewers, for tuning in and for your continued support. We hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you for the next launch. And that was it. The O3B Empower launch was a success. And the first major stage of this program was complete. I watched on as our customers and my colleagues felt a sense of connectedness, knowing we'd shared a special moment in history together. To know that this has been a project that so many people have worked so hard on for so many years, yeah, I even felt a sense of pride and excitement at wondering what next? Which customers will be using these satellites in the near future? And which ordinary person will be tapping into their services to stay connected without ever knowing this one special moment had ever happened? That's something we'll be covering in coming months here on Satellite Stories. So watch this space, quite literally. Thanks for joining us on this episode, marking a very special moment for all of us at SES. Do follow this series to be notified the moment our next episode goes live. And for more about what we do, as always, visit ses.com.